Welcome to Five Minutes with Coach Myrna. Today, I want to talk on the topic of your imagination. How to use your imagination correctly. I want to start off with something funny. A man went to a psychiatrist and told him, I'm so scared to go to bed. Every time I try to sleep, I'm afraid because I feel there's someone hiding under my bed. The psychiatrist said to him, put yourself in my hands. I will help you get rid of all those fears. Come talk to me three times a week. The man said, what is the charge? The shrink said, $80 per visit. The man said, let me think about it. Six months later, the shrink met the man in the street and said, Hey, why didn't you come to see me about those fears? The man said, well, I told you I was going to think about it. And I thought about it. $80 per visit three times a week is well over $12,000 per year. I met this man and he said he would get rid of my fears for $500 and a six pack of beer. And I decided to give that a chance. And what do you know? He cured me. I was so happy that I went out and bought myself a new car. Well, pray tell, said the shrink, how did this untrained Jamaican man cure you? Well, well, sir, he cut off the legs from under my bed so nobody can hide under there anymore. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. So. Today, as I mentioned, I want to teach on the subject of using your imagination. We can all use our imagination for good, or we can use our imagination for bad. You know, imagining that there's a boogeyman like kids do, or a grown man thinking that there's someone under his bed that the person is hiding under there, and as soon as he falls asleep, maybe this person is going to slit his throat, and then he's imagining that he's going to be lying there gasping for breath and, and, and you know, bleeding out and he's screaming and nobody's there to help him. And, and his body stays there for months because nobody is looking for him and nobody can find him. And, and he works himself up into a frenzy, right? So when you're feeling these things, when you're imagining doom and gloom, like, you know, a lot of people imagine that the ones that, that fear flying, they're imagining that they're flying and the plane, you know, bursts into flames or something and they crash to the earth and, and their body all burns up. That's your imagination. And, you know, or some people are afraid of elevators, whatever you're afraid of, it's that you're imagining these things. And when you're imagining these things, there is really an amazing thing that happens. Your body goes into fight or flight response because we were evolved as, you know, from people that fought animals. And when a, a beer or an animal is chasing you or something, you have to get extra general, you have to have extra power in order to flee. So you, the, you know, our fight and flight nervous system was created from our ancestors, okay? So 
But what happens when you're in a fight or flight, right? You know, if you're lying in bed and you're imagining someone under your, under your bed and that they're only waiting for you to fall asleep, then you can't fall asleep. And then if you fall asleep, you're going to have a nightmare or you are going to be thinking that some doom is going to happen to you. That's what you're afraid of. And when you're feeling this doom, when you're thinking this doom, when you're imagining this doom, your body responds in real time. Your body responds like you were in, you know, you're falling from the sky in an airplane or you're, you're an elevator and it's crashing to the ground or you're laying in bed and your throat is being slit and you're bleeding out and you're, you're gasping, you know, holding your throat or whatever. Your body responds, right? Your heart gets heavy. You start to sweat. Your breathing is increased, right? So because, you know, you're in a fight or flight. So if this happens one time, no great damage. If it happens a lot, then you're gonna make yourself seriously ill. So what I wanna shift your imagination to today is to imagine good things, visualize good things. Whatever you want in this world, right? You imagine that you already have it. And scientists say, that if you can walk in it in your mind, then you're gonna walk in it in real time, right? Another way of saying that, several ways of saying that, thoughts become things. Whatever you hold in your head, you will hold in your hand. But the trick is to first bring it into your vortex. You know, Abraham Hips talks about your vortex. Your vortex is all the unmanifested things that's in your world, right? So when you imagine it, you're bringing it into your vortex. You are enabling the law of attraction to bring it to you. So instead of imagining doom and gloom, why not imagine wealth and success? Everything that you want. Are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking for a new car? Are you looking for a new house? Are you looking for a new job? Whatever it is, imagine that you already have it. So let's do a quick imagination exercise. Let's say that you are dreaming of your new luxury ride, right? So let's walk in to the dealership and we're gonna drop down cash. Let's say it's $50,000 for this ride. You're gonna drop down cash, imagine yourself dropping down the cash and saying, I want that red one over there, <laughs> right? So you buy your car, then you imagine yourself sitting in a driver's seat, imagine your hands on the steering wheel. You know, I got nails, pretty, pretty nails here. So basically I can imagine myself on the, my, my, my fingers on the steering wheel and see the color of my nails holding the, holding the steering wheel, right? So I'm imagining I'm driving, I'm gonna turn on the radio or my, my CD and I'm listening to my top music, you know, and I'm, you know, maybe I'm driving along the beach or something and I'm 
then I'm seeing the scenery drive by and I'm like happy. Maybe it's got a moon roof and I you know the sun is beaming down. You bring in all the elements in there. Now, one of the great things about your imagination is if you bring people in talking to you, that kind of cements it. So let's say that we're gonna drive up to a restaurant or something and we're gonna tell the valet person to park your ride. And he says, wow, nice ride. And you said, well, thank you very much. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you bring the imagination. Guess what? Sooner or later, you're gonna be driving that car. You know, so, you know, we're, we're telling the universe that we're going to pay cash for it or whatever. But one of the things about your imagination is you don't care how you get it. You let the universe do the organizing for you, right? You might pay cash. You might win it. You might be able to get it on credit. Who knows? But you will be driving your dream car at some point in time. You've got to believe that. So that's basically what... I want to show you how to use your imagination correctly. It serves you no purpose whatsoever to use it for negativity, because guess what? I don't know, but somebody hiding under your bed and slitting your throat, you know, maybe that one is a bit far-fetched. But if you're imagining that you're going to lose your job, or you're imagining that you're going to be homeless, or you're imagining that you're going to get a divorce, you actually bring those things into your experience. Because again, what you think about, you bring about. And it's not all of the good things you bring about, you bring about the negative things too. So whenever you catch yourself imagining bad, flip it around and just use your imagination correctly to imagine the things that you want, the desires of your heart. So. As um, we wrap up, I just want to thank you for tuning in to this week's Five Minutes with Coach Myrna. I hope that you're inspired today. You laughed a little bit about my joke and you start using your imagination correctly. So until next time, namaste.